Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. What a day! What a day it's going to be, Kevin, when we get to heaven. What a day that will be. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I there's certain things we can look to with great hope. There's certain things we can look to with great wonderment. There's certain things we can look to and say, man, write it down. Write it down. I was thinking this morning, you know, I was looking at some recent medical tests. They came out fine, but uh, I was looking at some recent medical tests, and I was thinking how many people have got this test back bad? How many people do I know on Facebook who are going through the unthinkable? And uh, so many who are facing the death of these bodies. And then I remember the, the scripture where we pass from death. <laughs> well, we don't have to worry about that anymore when we leave here. There's just one death for those who know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And you pass from that into life. You know, these old bodies that give us problems and our ears ring and our legs hurt and our nose here hurts and our backs hurt and our knees hurt and whatever the hurt of the week is. But one day, friends, we're going to pass from death unto life. Kevin, good morning to you. Good morning. Great to have you back. How's things going? Going, going great. Staying busy. Um, I'm traveling in my motor home as, as per usual lately. And, um, Changed oil, just finished it, um, this morning, actually wow. got, got the, got the oil put in and got, uh, while I was underneath, there was a guy on the roof, uh, at least yesterday he was up on the roof while I was doing part of the job. And anyway, got, got the, the top end and the oil pan, uh, both, uh, working again. Now so. we, we, we just got to know. So you got this big diesel pusher, like a bus, a nice, I mean, it's your home. Uh, a yeah. nice camper that God has blessed you with, and and it runs on a diesel motor and a motor home. I shouldn't call it a camper; it's a motor home. And 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 brother, how many quarts of oil would something like that hold? Well, I'm going to give you the gallons, and you can times it by four. But okay. I guess it's pretty easy. <laughs> so it's five five gallons. Oh, a little no. bit more. Oh, you're looking so. at a few hundred bucks with that oil change, brother. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did it myself and, uh, I, I pulled in some sale prices down at the auto parts store. So actually, uh, I think I came out of it about 160, but yeah, if I had someone else do it, oh, yeah. um, it would be hundreds. I've heard of up to five hundred dollars to do oh, an yeah. oil change on these rigs. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. I mean, if I'm paying 80 for my pickup truck, yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, yeah, that would be a $300 job done there. And so we're moving along. Yep. So I promised Kevin coming out of yesterday, we're going to be going to some of these military terms in the future, but for right now, I, I I've got this question and, uh, let me say it this way. I want you guys all to think about it. It's almost like a riddle. How come in the army, we call a helicopter, a chopper in the Navy, they call it a helo, right? And uh, in the Air Force, they call it a whirly bird. But in the Marine Corps, they go, dat, 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 dat. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is mean. So all you Marines, hey, I'm sorry about it, man. We, it's, it's, 
it's a rare opportunity where we get to throw a Marine Corps joke out there. And this may be a week of Marine. Now it's the Navy's birthday. Maybe we'll have some Navy jokes in here. I don't know. Uh, but Kevin, we have a word of the day, as you know, every single day. And we've been taking them from a vocabulary list uh, found online on the VA website on different words that trigger people or freak people out or things like that. We've been pretty true to this list. Every once in a while, we'll throw something in there if we, if someone writes us a note or says hey deal with this or deal with that and uh but we came up this world uh, with this word terra t-e-r-r-o-r and i spell that out i offer to spell it phonetically for kevin because of this new england new york accent uh but romans 13 3 says for rulers are not a terror to good works but to the evil will thou then not be afraid of the power do that which is good and thou have praise of the same. And we got to remember that rulers, we're not supposed to be ruining people's lives in those leadership positions. We're not supposed mm-hmm. to be doing a takeover like they did in Rome, Kevin. But but Terra, the opposite, rulers should take away Terra. Uh, we as rulers within our families, our organizations, our friends, and our elements, um, we should we should take away terror from people. We should be consistent. We should be those people. You know, if somewhere along the way you've had a hundred catastrophes in the last three months and, and, uh, uh, (laughs) that include everything you could think of, you might be handling things wrong. I mean, what are you thinking about Kevin? (laughs) Well, boy, the, the verse you quoted about the rulers, um, and you're exactly right. I, I think one of the one of the comforts of of living in America is that historically um, they have kept terror at bay. You know, you don't have uh, you don't have terrorism on Main Street USA when you've got good rulers looking out for the people. However, um, in a in a day like today, with PTSD, you know, ramped up, and Jesus said, "Men's hearts in the." You know, as you approach the last days, men's hearts would be failing them with fear for fear, uh, looking at the things that are taking place. So I'm thinking, you know, things can flip. And well, isn't it true? You get whether it's in government or in the home or in a church or whatever, a narcissist in charge, rather than looking out for you as a flock, they are terrorizing you. They're, they're like, you know, uh, we're going to make you look bad. We're going to hurt you. If you don't, um, if you don't make me feel good about myself or you don't protect my image, I am going to destroy you. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of a different terror where they, they are terrorizing the people that are under them. They're making life miserable. So I'm just throwing out that there's, you know, as you mentioned that, that, yeah, the, the, the rulers are not a terror, but how terrible it is when they become a terror of to, to good works. And boy, that's a, that's a trauma. I think we're all kind of entertaining here and there in our mind. Yeah. 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 And, and quite a tongue twister, I might add, you know, <laughs> but I, I, I will say this and, and, uh, I, I appreciate the seriousness in, in which you approach this. And, and honestly, I mean, when we think of all these things that equal fear, when we think of all these things that equal craziness in our lives, 
uh, you know, just eliminating them and rulers eliminating them and us eliminating them. And I know, Kevin, as you sat in front of these young soldiers and Marines and, and sailors and airmen over the years planting churches, uh, so many times you just want to reach out and grab them and say, don't you see you're doing this yourself? You're causing, I can't tell you how many times I wanted to grab a young person and, and, and just by the color of their shirt and say, listen, please, this mm-hmm. is of your own device. Stop it. You know, communicate. And uh, they used to have a saying in the army, it's a uh, communicate and stick, you know, communicate where I'm going to next, stick in that zone, you know, dig that hole, get right, stick it out and Mm -hmm. stick and move, stick and move, communicate, talking, you know, have your hand singles down, let people know what you're doing or somebody can get hurt on the battlefield. Well, life is a battle, friends, and I I am not comparing living a life in uh, Greer, South Carolina in any terms uh, to that of living a life in Syria or something right now but i am saying we have a uh, battle and uh, it's a battle for our souls and spirit and once we're saved boy the devil wants to ruin our morale he wants to ruin our families he wants to ruin our lives and uh, we need to stick and move and uh, i mean what are you thinking kevin boy you know when the devil when the devil does attack us, he does use fear, doesn't he? This just sickening of the terror thing, you know, unreasonable fear. It seems like the, um, you know, the panic that, that can overtake us. It might be because of the unknown. I was just looked up that one verse. I'm thinking where I think it's Psalm 91. Yeah. It's Psalm 91, five. Thou shalt not be afraid of the the terror by night. night. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Nor for the hair of the five by day. So how often, is, is our terror just like, okay, what I'm losing control. I'm going to lay down at night. Who knows what's going to take place because, you know, there's no one to guard me once I go to sleep. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I can't be vigilant while I'm asleep. And so, um, but the, the scripture gives this wonderful promise and it's true. I, I will lay me, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep for thou, O Lord, oh. only makest me to dwell in safety. And thou shalt not be afraid of the terror. You know, it, it, the great thing about, to me, this whole PTSD thing is it can be not just managed, but resolved biblically to a great degree because I'm, I'm, um, I'm transferring the protection of my most vulnerable part, which is my, my spirit, my soul, my heart, my emotions, all of those things. I'm transferring them to him yeah. and saying, Lord, this, uh, there's an area that's out of my control. Okay. It's nighttime. Lord, I feel really depressed. The sun's gone down. Shadows have lengthened. I can't see. And I, now I've got to go to bed and I can't sleep. Well, some of that's physical and whatnot, but oftentimes, you know, I think the panic attacks are Satan yeah, uh, trying to convince us that God is not able to protect that area of of our lives that we feel is the most aching and vulnerable oh yeah we and 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 boy the devil knows those areas hey folks listen we'll be right back with you we're going to go ahead and let the radio stations do what they have to do and we'll be right back with you so hang with us
Thanks for hanging with us. Boy, here we find ourselves. We're in Proverbs 27. We're moving along. And again, all apologies given to United States Marine Corps people out there. (laughs) You know, Doug, I I, I talked to a Navy guy and a Marine recently. One was standing on one side of me, one on the other. We were in a triangular fashion. And the Navy guy was picking on the Marine and saying, you guys are Department of the Navy. You know it. And the Marine said, yeah, the men's Men's department. department. (laughs) And and that I just loved it. I'd heard that before. But, hey, that's, um, you know, there's something there. You know, I've always been stuck with what does Marine stand for? Is it, does it stand for muscles are required, intelligence never expected, <laughs> or men always riding in Navy equipment? I'm just not sure. I've been working on that for years, and I, I just can't seem to get that right. But here we are. We're in the 27th proverb, and, and, and I was going to say that's what we're painted. But we're not paid to do this. We just love doing this. And God sees uh, to all of our needs. And, uh, you know, Kevin, I'm looking at this. It says, my son, be wise and make my heart glad that I may answer him that reproacheth me. And uh, I think, you know, every time I read Proverbs and I think of Solomon, here's a guy who was goofy. Okay, let's be upfront about it. Solomon had wives and concubines and not concubines. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, see they're they, pretty prickly yeah those things will hurt you those those are ones he stayed away from that's why they never became wise but anyway i'm thinking but he's given this simple encouragement to his son and uh uh and he's saying you know a foolish kid can really mess a dad up a foolish mm. kid can take air all this legacy everything i'm and boy and i want to tell you this a foolish parent can too and, uh, yeah. uh, and man, yeah. we can mess our, if we're not careful, we can make our kids more messy than our soup sandwich. And so it's really important. We think of these things, but, but, you know, think of this, uh, we serve the greatest, most heavenly, most wonderful father of all. And I'm encouraged today. I'm encouraged today. Uh, I don't want to be a fool. I'm studying the book of Proverbs. My father wasn't necessarily a great man, Kevin. He served his country. There's some things to be proud of there, but he was an abuser and an alcoholic for a lot of his life. And he got saved just a handful of days before he died. And, uh, but, but I will say this, but my heavenly father, oh, I don't want to, uh, Kevin, I don't want to bring shame upon him. No. Uh, and God knows that. And I, and I mean, we look at this and boy, it's so hard, I think. And what are you thinking as you look at these verses, Kevin? Mm, how often do we as sons, um, re, you know, uh, reproach our father, make, you know, make his heart sad. But I'm so glad he's got the son, Jesus, that makes his heart glad all the time. And he looks at me. I mean, he, when he looks at me, he sees, you know, the nail scarred hands of his mm. son. And I'm so glad that there will always be one Praise. that that answers worthily in the eyes of my heavenly father. And I just want to uh, always come back to him and say, I'm sorry for my unchristlike oh. ways. Help me to live, live up to this great calling of, oh. of being like Jesus. Man, every time I try to do a biblical x-ray on myself, man, I got to stop and say, God, I'm falling shot, falling short. Yeah. And I have to st- I have to stop sometimes and say, was, was that answered in a New York, New England way? Or is that a language that everybody can understand there? You know, Kevin, as you were talking about that, I was thinking of that old song, 
I am so glad that God saves old sinners. Remember that song? And uh, I do. I'm thrilled and amazed. Oh. How he sets them free. <laughs> and he set me free, brother. And, uh, and boy, he can set you free. You know, if you listen to that hey. in a little bit today, old Eric, our, our dear producer, is going to be sharing the gospel with you in a few minutes. You listen to every word. That's important. Then we go to that next verse, Kevin. And see, if I'm not careful, I'll tell you, with my ADHD and your willingness to laugh and go along, brother, this, is, this can be fun at times. Praise God. I, we find hey, ourselves man. laughing at at each other and taking some trails, but it says, uh, we need trails. Let me tell you, a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Boy, a smart person, mm-hmm. that that person that's got their head together, that, that person with some wisdom, that man or women uh, that anticipate danger. they like, wow, there's a huge change in my life going on. Stop. I need to regroup and make sure God is with me. Man, I, mm-hmm. uh, this terrible thing is going on in my life. I need to stop and make sure God is with me because if we, uh, boy, if we pass on that stuff, if we don't pay attention to that, you know, if we're naive, we're untrained, if we're, uh, boy, I'll tell you, if we're, you know, if we're drinking, if we're, if our God is, our guard, G-U-A-R-D is down, boy, I'm telling you what, man, we can be punished. And again, it can go back to that verse we just came from and where, uh, you know, that encouragement uh, of what God can do in our hearts and lives. And, and uh, yeah. man, we, we don't want to be that simple man, Kevin. We want to be that we want to be that man or woman that's prayerful, that's in the spirit, that's serving God. Yeah. You know, when, the, when I'm thinking about trauma and PTSD and you look at this verse, um, isn't it true? There's, there is trauma that's self-inflicted. It yeah. says the simple pass on. In other words, they're, they're passing I know. warning signs, you know, and, 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 and any one of us can do this. So I'm thinking to myself, I just talked to someone today. Um, and, uh, this person has a friend who, um, very dear, uh, wise person whose wife passed away. And I mean, they just died. And so this person became a widower and um, he got lonely really quick and he just rebounded, you know, just overly fast into something, into another relationship. And and this this friend of mine, who is a friend of this other person's, um, warned him and, and threw up a red flag and said, you know, I think you're probably I met this person that you're marrying. And I think you're jumping on it. And uh, is this man was pretty old, from what you know, from what I gather, that yeah. that was being warned, yeah. and uh, had a, was in reputation for honor, but he did pass on, and you know, and I've unfortunately he's you know, he's now living in one state and the wife's living in another state, and mm-hmm. he sends her money, so. Um, <laughs> Yeah. 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 She, she had some kids and, and the kids, um, yeah. I guess, uh, you know, th- threatened to sue and all kind of stuff. And it was just, it got really ugly. Mm. It got really ugly. So I, that just makes me think of how often the simple pass on. So he is traumatized. Here's a dear, dear man who's saved, who's traumatized living in a different state than his wife and sending her money and saying, what happened? Well, 
how often do we all do that? You know, where we're like, Hey, I didn't see the red flags. I thought they were streamers, garden streamers. You know, I thought those red flags were, uh, you know, beautiful little, uh, you know, decorations in my, uh, along the path. No, they were, they were flags. And so we serve a, we serve a merciful God that don't we yeah. Who can take those, you know, can take the decisions that we make and say, boy, you're, you're messed up and you're hurting. And why don't we make straight, straight paths for your feet now? Yeah. Um, let's get so this right heal. now. Yeah. 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 Right now. Let's change everything right now. I used to right tell now. my young soldiers, I'd say, listen, they'd sit and tell me their story, how they ended. I mean, brother, these, uh, a private can end up in places that most people can't even imagine. I mean, there are things, ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and I mean, it's just unbelievable. I, and, and, and so, you know, I'd sit there and say, listen, man, there were more red flags than in Russia on Stalin day, you know, <laughs> how, how you can't see them. I remember I had a young private show up late for formation one day. And I, I remember he told me, he said, I said, private, how come you run late? He said, well, you're not going to believe this. He said, uh, I met this young lady. And I stayed at this farm with her parents and you know, the car wasn't running. So I had this horse and I was riding this horse in and, and the horse died. Right there in the road, I was trying to get him off the road, and I couldn't, so I, I caught a ride, and I just barely made it here. And I looked at him, and I said, wow, you know, in all my time in the United States Army, no one's ever used that story before. You get a pass. Get out. So I brought the other soldier in, and I said, why were you late? He said there was a dead horse in the middle of the road. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. that is i don't know if it's good or bad but it's funny (laughs) (laughs) these guys were in cahoots man it was just i mean it was uh, they they used to work out their stories you'd see them out there i made them all paint rocks you know i mean everybody had a i used to tell everybody you got three strikes but i get to determine how many you lose per time (laughs) and uh, yeah i just uh, said man the dead horses on the road and uh that's but boy, <laughs> but God's been so good to us. And I, I appreciate the opportunity to come on here, folks, and just say, listen, don't be afraid of the terrors in the night. Uh, my dear brother a minute ago was quoting out of uh, Psalm 91, just that wonderful psalm of protection of being under the Lord's wing and, uh, you know, under his cover at all times. When you look up, God is there. We're going to pass from death unto life. There's going to be a journey that's going to be the greatest journey of our lives. And uh, But we are just so honored, again, to come across and do this broadcast, to be part of your days. Would you do me a favor today? If I can do anything to help you, would you look for me at Doug at WoundedSpirits.com or grab us out there at Help for Wounded Spirits. And hey, you continue to pray for us and we'll continue to pray for you. Remember to pray for Kevin as he travels around this country and we'll be sure once in a while to check in with him, see where he's at and see how how many of those four gallons or five gallons of oil, five gallons of oil. Think about that, folks. That's uh, that's more oil than, uh, uh, I was just going to say than In-N-Out Burger, but uh, can <laughs> use and, and their grills. It's a lot of oil. McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. I, every time I think of McDonald's, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. But we love you, folks. Hey, wear that smile that only God can give you today. God bless you. We love you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. 
you can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.